Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, 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 welcome. Tuning in to another episode of The Johnny King Show. I really appreciate it. I'm your host, Johnny King. And today I'm going to put myself out there (laughs) and just tell another story of ridiculousness. Uh, A story that I think a lot of people can resonate with um, because I think a lot of people have had similar experiences. And uh, if you haven't, had this type of experience. Hopefully it still is somewhat entertaining. Uh, (laughs) And my mom, I'm sure, is rolling in her grave to think that I'm putting out a podcast episode uh, with this topic. And uh, let me give you just a little bit of background before I even tell you the topic. I'm going to leave you in suspense. And that is, I grew up um, going to a private Christian school most of my life, Um, and I'm very grateful for it. Um, You know, I I didn't, all through high school and college even, man, like, I did not even dabble with uh, drugs or drinking or sex or rock and roll. I lied about that last one. I did get into a lot of rock and roll. Um, But I was, and I don't know if it was Gosh, the fear of God that my mom and dad instilled in me. Um, Me just wanting to be, you know, a good mama's boy. I don't know. But I didn't didn't touch much of anything. Um, I just was so much focused on sports and my girlfriend and things like that all through high school and college. Um, And I went to, you know, both of these schools that I went to in high school and college, none of them allowed drinking or drugs or sex or anything like that. So yeah, it was one of those experiences, but it was all I knew. So I knew there was other, you know, a lot, a lot of other party schools out there, but they didn't, none of it was necessarily attractive to me. And I think if anything, I was more scared to actually, um, like I just was scared of things going wrong, right? Like there was no way in hell that I was going to have sex because I was scared of impregnating someone. There was no way in hell that I was going to get drunk or get high because I was extremely scared of letting go of control. And I was raised to make sure that I was always keeping control of my thought, of my consciousness. And I still do, don't get me wrong. And in fact, the more I've dabbled here and there with drugs or psychedelics, um, the more I'm like, yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> and is, and that's not to say that anyone, if you're listening to this, you're totally into it. That's totally cool. And it can be a very um, spiritual thing. Um, but for me to, to do what I need to do throughout my day and everything else, I, I find that I need like clarity of thought. And I don't get that if I am um, you know, under the influence of anything. So this story <laughs> is about my first uh, foray, 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 
whatever the word is, you know what I'm saying, with, uh, with pot. And uh, that didn't happen until literally I was 35 years old and I moved here to Denver and there's a pot store on every single corner. Um, and, and the same for alcohol, to be honest. I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of alcohol just because it makes me feel like absolute crap. Um, and so even that is a very rare occasion to this day. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> so my buddy came into town. Uh, he had a lot more experience than I had had because uh, he did not grow up the way that I grew up. And he was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. I was like, I've never done this before. He's like, that's all right, man. We'll, 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 uh, we'll get a little pot. And I was like, I'm not even open to the idea of smoking. The whole idea of smoking is like, I take care of my health so much that like the idea of smoking and inhaling smoke just doesn't make sense. And he's like, well, then we'll do an edible. I'm like, uh, okay, like as long as you got my back. He's like, yeah, dude, we'll just do it in your apartment. It'll be totally safe. I'm like, okay, all right. So we go and we get some of these like little tiny, (laughs) I'm going to see if I can even get through this episode without just dying laughing, get these tiny little like peanut butter cookies, right? And uh, each cookie is the equivalent of 10 milligrams of THC. Uh, And so when we buy this, she's like, you know, and of course I feel self-conscious just from the get-go walking into like, uh, you know, a a pot store, um, they don't call them pot stores here. That's just my lack of, uh, you can tell how much of a novice I am. <clears throat> um, and the, the woman being like, so these are the different strands and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, hold, hold up, hold up, slow down. So what, what is indica and sativa? <laughs> she, so she has to tell me, you know, one is more of a, you know, a, a chiller downer and one is more of an upper and more, I was like, okay, okay. Or you got these hybrids. Like, okay, okay, I'm learning something. So uh, we kind of get probably a hybrid of some kind. And you already know, you, I know, I know you already know where this conversation or this, <laughs> this podcast episode is going, especially if you have partaken <laughs> of the Green Dragon from time to time. And in fact, I don't even know if that's how you say that. Um, I'm pretending to be cool because I'm really not. So anyways, long story, probably still long. Um, we go back to my apartment. I have half a cookie because she's like, just start with five milligrams. That's kind of probably going to be more than enough for you. I'm like, okay. So I eat half a cookie. My buddy, on, uh, on the other hand, he has a lot faster metabolism. So within like 20 minutes, he's just like, chilling (laughs) he he like i can hardly see him because he's just sunken into my couch right and he just has this like half grin on his face i'm like are you already high he's like oh yeah i was like damn it i don't feel anything he's like that's right dude it just it'll take a little bit more time so after an hour i'm like i still nothing dude i wait another half an hour right still nothing I'm like, damn it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat this. Like, I'm already committed, right? <laughs> and, you know, again, you know where this, this whole story is going. I'm like, I'm going to eat the other half. He's like, dude, I'd be careful. I was like, I don't, I don't care, man. I'm, I'm going for it. Like, what's the worst that could happen? So I eat the other half. <clears throat> Another 20, 30 minutes later, still nothing. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I don't, see? Like, it's just my luck that I, I can't even get high. 
I was like, well, I'm starving. I'm going to make some food. So I make a man meal, like a pasta, pesto, and chicken, and beef, and all this stuff. And so we're just we're crushing down this meal. No, not even we're not, we're not even getting to that point. <clears throat> I'm actually making the pasta, right? And he's standing behind me, and we're just chatting. And he's getting very, like, when he gets high, he gets very philosophical, right? He gets very, like, <laughs> analytical and in his head. So he's you know, just talking about all these amazing concepts that I'm not totally listening to. When out of the corner of my eye, I see this, like, what I think is like a gigantic black fly kind of fly through my peripheral. I'm like, whoa, did you see that? And I'm kind of like looking around. He's like, did you see what? It's like, there's a big, a big fly. He's like, and he starts to giggle. He's like, no, no flies in here. And I'm like, well, whatever. (laughs) So I keep stirring the pasta and then I see another one. I'm like, did you see that? He's like, dude, there's no flies in here. I'm like, no, and I'm looking around and I'm like, I swear to God, I just saw flies, like big, like something big and black flying through the air. <laughs> so I get the meal, I'm starting to eat and I'm remembering I'm standing at my, like my standing desk, right? He's sitting on the couch eating his food. I'm sitting uh, standing at my desk and eating my food and we were listening to music and all of a sudden, like I just stopped and the music that was playing all of a sudden was like. <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> it sounded so trippy because like I could hear it was, you know, normally it's just music in the background, but at this point like again, when you start to get high, like all the things that you normally delete out of your kind of your experience, um whether it be the the noise of the air conditioning or like you can probably even hear the construction in the background right outside my window. Like I, I, I delete that stuff out of my experience because it's like there's no point in actually really listening to it. If you were to take notice of how cool this plant in front of me looks and like you could get nothing done, right? Well, that's kind of how <laughs> getting high on pot at least was for me uh, or is for me at times, which is like, you know, of course everything – it's like you're looking at the world – through a different set of eyes and you're seeing everything or hearing or experiencing everything for the first time. So going back to the music, the music, I could hear it like from the left side and the right side, I could hear the stereo and how, and all the different tracks of music. So I could hear the piano, I could hear the drums, I could hear the, you know, all the different instruments. And I was just like, I noticed I was just standing there for, for who knows how long, just like, in awe of how this music sounded. So, of course, then I finish, I finish my meal, and that's probably what really set it in. <clears throat> but then uh, my friend and I are talking, and, and now this point, like, this is probably the highest I've ever gotten <laughs> since then because it wasn't actually that fun of an experience. But when you're really, really high, you, like, time warps. Right. And so like at times time goes really slow and other times you feel like time just like you just lose track of time. And so we're having this conversation, he and I back and forth and then realizing both at 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 similar moments where my you get so kind of analytical sometimes. And when you get really high, you get kind of paranoid, which a lot of people are scared of. But I was paranoid kind of about like 
you're in your head so much. So I'm talking to him, having this conversation, but I'm analyzing what I'm saying or I'm like analyzing how I'm analyzing what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm losing track of what I'm saying. And then I'll stop and I'm staring at him. He's staring at me. And then I'm realizing I have no recollection, A, of what I was talking about, B, how long there's been absolute silence, and C, how long has this gaze <laughs> between two man friends have been going on? And of course, then we bust into laughter. And so this goes on for a little while into the point where I'm really getting high. And now I feel like, you know what? Okay, this is really, really scary because this is the first time in my life ever, really, that I can remember where I haven't been in control of my own thought. Uh, with the exception of maybe like getting my wisdom teeth taken out as like a junior high schooler or whatever, and they put me under, and I was hitting on the nurse when I was coming out of anesthesia, which I normally would never have done at that age because I didn't have the confidence. But uh, that's a, that's for another another episode. Um, and so again, long story long. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, oh god, oh like. It, it takes me back to probably the the quote-unquote trauma that I had of being on – I remember being on – a um, not a roller coaster, on what they used to call Six Flags in St. Louis, like the Scrambler, which is probably the worst ride ever. But it's like, you know, you're in this – you're on a bench and this arm has four benches of, you know, people riding and – it spins simultaneously while the entire the entire ride spins. It's just it's like you're spinning and you're spinning and you're just like, oh my God, right? And I remember being caught between my parents who were not small people. I was just getting smashed. And I just remember crying and screaming, stop, the, stop the effing ride. Let me out of here. Get me off this ride. And, and for so long, I hated, you know, just certain amusement rides and that's how it felt like to me at that point where I was like I started to kind of panic <laughs> and I was like okay okay I'm done I was like to my buddy I'm like I'm done with this I want to get off the ride essentially he's like dude I'm sorry man but you're committed and I was like I think I'm gonna puke like I, I think I'm gonna projectile vomit all over this apartment <laughs> and so I'm I'm literally like right in the bathroom like ready to just hurl and he's, thank God for him. He's like, dude, Johnny, you're good. This, this little tiny cookie that you had isn't actually making you sick. It's your mind that, that, makes, that, that makes you feel like you're out of control. And that is making you sick. So you just need to surrender to this and just relax. So, and just breathe. And so I did that for a while. I laid down for a while. And he's like, dude, we, let's get out of here. We need to get out of here. And I was like, no, I, we, we can't get out of We cannot walk out of the apartment. People will notice. People will notice that I'm high, you know, and I have a reputation to keep as if anyone knew me. This is like shortly after I moved to Denver. No one knew me, of course. And I was just paranoid. <clears throat> so I was like, no, no. Anyways, we decide we're going to walk across the park and go to the botanical gardens. And of course, as I'm walking there, I have no idea. I'm just literally staring down at my feet and looking at like, just being amazed at how the human body, <laughs> my legs work, right? And the only time I really remember between my apartment and the botanical gardens is when I looked up and I, and I caught eyes, I met eyes with 
an oncoming stroller, a, a woman pushing her child, and he probably was a two or three year old. And the kid just stared at me the whole time. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, that kid totally knows I'm high and I think he's high because <laughs> we both had the same look at each other. Oh man. So anyways, we go to the Botanical Gardens and by this point, it's so, I'm starting to come down off of it. And that was, it was truly an, an amazing experience. If you go to like, just like the smell of the flowers, the fragrances, the, the colors, the, the things that were, you know, you're able to take in again was, was such an amazing experience. And you know, what was also really fascinating was that I got a clear understanding as to why some people can become addicted to pot because what was so fascinating is that it turned off my monkey brain. It like turned off the, the inner talk, the, the, the self-condemnation. I mean, yes, there's a part of it where I got like, you know, I got too high and I got paranoid, right? However, in terms of like all of the self-talk and like the, the questioning of yourself and I don't know about this or that, like it's kind of like, I guess maybe when you're drunk a little bit, it just lowers your inhibitions. It just, or like you, you just kind of allows you to, to be less inhibited, you know, by your own <laughs> thoughts and fears and worries. And, and so from that standpoint, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see where if, if you're really in your head a lot or you're insecure about certain things or you, you, know, you have low self-esteem, um, those, those things can help. Well, I guess I should say pot can help sometimes kind of quiet that down. When in reality, though, I feel like if that keeps coming up, and pot becomes more of a, you know, a crutch rather than you getting to the root of those things and handling your issues of insecurity and self-worth and learning to, to love yourself more Then that becomes an issue. And that's for me why I, I can speak to this on this podcast uh, and talk about, you know, how I've used, you know, drugs here and there a little bit. I'm not, and I'm not talking anything hard. I know a lot of friends that have done cocaine and heroin and all stuff like that. Like that's, that's not my jam whatsoever. Um, but it does give me some, it has given me some insights on various things, um, creatively, which is very, very interesting. So (laughs) anyways, a long story long, like I said, uh, it was an interesting, very interesting story of where I almost projectile vomited I way overdid the the amount that I should have eaten. Um, I I had a moment with a baby, and uh, and generally speaking, it was uh, it was actually a beautiful yet also rough go at my first time getting high, and uh, my mom would be ashamed of me. But it is what it is, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's not something that I actually practice all that often, um, because it's, uh, like I said, it's not something that I, that I think I can be all that productive with. And I definitely am a, uh, someone who is committed to getting a lot of stuff done. And I saw a, uh, I saw a video actually not too long ago with Grant Cardone, uh, who's a very successful kind of like real estate mogul and stuff like that on Instagram. And there was a kid that was asking him, um, Hey, should I quit smoking pot? And he's like, how often are you smoking? He's like, every day. 
It's like, well, let me ask you this. The, when, when, when you smoke pot, does it make you go faster or slower? He's like, slower. He's like, all right. So if you and I are in a race, you know, and we're, we're actually flying down the highway, we're going 80 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour, you take one hit, you know, are you going faster or slower than me? And he's like, slower. He's like, well, there's your answer. If you want to be successful, <laughs> there's your answer. And I was like, huh, that's actually a really good point. And that's kind of how I experienced, like with all the stuff that I need to do and all the stuff that I have, you know, ambitions for. And I would say the same thing to you. Um, if you use that as a crutch, that's something to look at. If it's something that you use to cope or to work through life, and I'm not just talking about pot, I'm talking about any drugs, or food, or Netflix, or like any bad, you know, uh, disempowering vice, man, you got to look at what is, what is it at the root of what you're, what are you really looking to escape from, right? Because even though this is <laughs> funny, this is funny how I just turned my quote unquote funny story back into a normal podcast episode. That's just how my brain works. But it, it is, it is true. And, uh, it can all be fun, you know, and I don't think, um, you know, all of us have our own journeys and I'm probably a saint compared to, to, to most as it relates to, you know, drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, if it's used as a, a tool for self-discovery and healing, that's one thing, you know, plant-based, um, drugs and medicines, like, cool ayahuasca like cool i haven't done that i know a lot of friends that have had a lot of amazing things come out of that stuff but uh yeah if you're using it though again like i said as a crutch or as an escape of any kind that is worth looking into um because ultimately i think those are things that uh that need healing so anyways thank you for joining me on this somewhat funny journey i don't know probably most funny for me just to recollect and it would have been funny if you were there to uh, be a fly on the wall, one of those big black flies, and watch me go through this process. But anyways, hope you have an amazing rest of your week and weekend. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.